0: So, Sony Interactive Entertainment bought Bungie for $3.6 billion. Now, get this out of your head. I've seen this online quite a bit. This was not in response to Microsoft buying Activision. Not at all. This wasn't done overnight or in two weeks or anything like that. This was done months ago. I believe there was a report that came out that quoted Jim Ryan saying that this happened six months ago, or at least... They were in talks about six months ago. And there's no way something like this could happen just that quickly. And even if it was in response to Microsoft, this wouldn't be the best clapback. I'm not trying to say Bungie isn't a good company. I'm not trying to say Destiny isn't a good game. A lot of people like Destiny. A lot of people play it. I've played it. I've oscillated between playing it and not playing it, but I've had enjoyment out of it. But this is a company worth $3.6 billion. Activision Blizzard King was worth $68.7 billion and come with several games that could at least match Destiny's financial output. This was not a clapback from Sony. And if it was, it's a sorry one. Now, when it comes to the talk of... Acquisitions and kind of the scariness surrounding it. I wouldn't put this in the same category as the rest of the acquisitions we've been seeing from Microsoft. and Or, or like Take-Two when they bought Zynga. This was equally Bungie seeking somebody to buy them as much as Sony wanting to buy Bungie. I, I don't think Bungie would join... Anybody, if they could remain 100% independent, I I don't think they would have a need, but they have a need somewhere, and they needed a suitor, and Sony was like, oh, perfect, you guys do live service, we want to do live service, and you guys want a little extra resources in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish. All right, we're in. Sounds great. And so what this actually is for Bungie, this is a lifestyle maintenance. Bungie started with Microsoft in 2007, or sorry, 2000, and they left in 2007 after finishing Halo Reach, and they went to Activision to do Destiny. That entire time, they had the backing of a publisher. You get used to that kind of support. You get used to that kind of marketing strength. You get used to those resources. Once you go independent. You ain't got that anymore. It's like a pro athlete or or a celebrity when they leave the thing that they've been doing and the thing that's been making them boatloads of money for so long and then they try to maintain that lifestyle without the means to be able to do so. You have to adjust. Tom Brady just retired. That man has to adjust so much so that he's going to seek counseling so that he's able to adjust better To whatever he wants to do. Because it's going to be tough. This is the same thing that happens. With Bungie. They went independent. They did well. They've been monetizing. They've done marketing very well. But they've had to do that all themselves. They've been getting more money. Because they're independent. But they've also had to spend more money. To maintain the things that they had. That they were getting from the publisher. And so. They were looking for suitors. Sony was willing to buy. And, for, and so for Sony, what this actually is, is really interesting. And I hadn't really thought about it until I saw the letter from Bungie that opened my eyes to the potential of what Sony is trying to do here. I think Sony is trying to step into third-party publishing with these live-service games. So I think their plan is to use their first-party games to sell consoles. So we're talking God of War, Ryzen, Spider-Man, Uncharted. They're going to use those games to go with the plan that they've always been doing, which is what most of the console makers have been doing since you know before this generation, really, which is create great exclusives to sell your consoles. Because the consoles sell at a loss most of the time. Sony didn't sell at a loss with the PlayStation 4. They're not selling at a loss, I think, with the digital ps5 i believe it might be reverse but you understand what i'm saying so they're going to stick with that use the first party sell the consoles but they're going to use third party games simply to make more money so they're going to publish live service third party multi-platform games in the same way ubisoft and ea does and make money that way like you have to think about sony's strongest arm is playstation it's not the tvs it's not anything else it's playstation and so obviously they're a publicly traded company so they're going to want to earn more money than they can what's one of the ways they can do it get money from everybody that's the best way to go get that money from everybody but you can't do that if you're only launching exclusive games and those are your biggest sellers. They could publish other games, but those games and, and games on their platform, they're going to make a little revenue from that, but those games aren't going to gonna make them money. But third-party games published by Sony could. Now, I think that's that's the plan here. Sell the consoles, make money that way. Use live-service third-party multi-platform games to... Get just straight up more money. Now, about this talk of more acquisitions, Sony's announced with this whole Bungie buying stuff that there's more acquisitions on the way. And I'm paraphrasing. But there's more to come. Why would they say that? You know there are people who are trepidatious about this whole big company buying other big companies could lead to monopolies. It could lead to bad competition. So why would a company who, you know, they have a PR team that's on top of it. Why would they do that? Well, they only mentioned it because people are excited about the idea of acquisitions after Microsoft bought Activision What was all the talk about from the Sony folk? Oh my gosh, what if they buy EA? Ooh, they should go buy EA. Like, people were excited about the idea of Sony acquiring somebody. It's like, this is not the way we want to go, people. But Sony understands, ah, yeah, those console war fanboys, this is exactly the direction that they want to go in. And they will feed into that. And they always have. Sony's always fed into this console war stuff i believe i forget what the documentary was or the video i think they were talking about making the playstation 2 or the playstation 3 and the executives were talking about how they wanted to dominate everybody else like it was war to them like quite literally they 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 felt like it was war like this business was war why would they talk like that because Obviously, they took it seriously for themselves, but at the time, this is what it was, console war. And so they they drip-feed that kind of stuff to their fans because they know that's what they like. And there is something very particularly intense about Sony fanboys engaging in the console war. I don't know. There's something very specific about them. I can't can't put my finger on it. You probably could... it's weird. It seems more intense than the you others. Know, maybe it's because they're on top. But it seems weird. They even took... Sony even took a shot at Microsoft acquisitions calling them random. That sort of stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Why would, they, why would they label it that way? In one hand, obviously they're trying to stoke the flames of the console wars. On the other hand, they want you to believe that their acquisitions will matter. Because there's a chance that when they announce these other acquisitions, they're not going to be big enough to be impressive. They're going to work for Sony. They're going to be enticing, I think, for those who play on PlayStation, but they're not going to be impressive, if that makes any sense. Like Calling Microsoft's random is very weird, because if you think about Microsoft's strategy to get people into Game Pass, it makes total sense. Like Bethesda has a large and loyal fan base. So you want that. Activision has a monolith franchise with millions of dedicated players. You want that. Blizzard has another large and loyal fan base. And with another monolith franchise like World of Warcraft. You want that. And in the long term... Microsoft will have a diverse selection of different types of games, and those people will have access to Game Pass more than likely, which then they will have access to different games within Game Pass, and everybody wins. People are buying games on Game Pass, playing games on Game Pass, downloading them, meanwhile they still get to play the stuff that they like as well. Meanwhile. Sony relies on story-based, simplified gameplay for many of their biggest franchises. And I'm not saying that as a shot. I'm saying it works for them. God of War, Horizon, Uncharted, Spider-Man, like these games, although Spider-Man, I think their combat gameplay is excellent, same with God of War. But my point is, no matter how you think about these things, they work. I'm excited about Horizon. I'm excited about the next God of War. So it works they got two different plans, but Sony's out here trying to make Microsoft bad by saying their acquisitions are random. They're trying to demean the idea that these big acquisitions were random. There's no focus. No, that's not the case at all. They're incredibly focused. Just focus on something different, but Sony's trying to make it feel less, so that way their acquisitions that they're going to announce will sound more enticing to their fans because they probably won't be that impressive. So, since there's more acquisitions coming, certainly going to keep an eye on all of this. So, subscribe on any podcast app you are using. There will be more episodes to come. If you got any thoughts you want to say, hit me up on Twitter at IamAShelton. Shelton. would love to hear what you guys think about this Sony buying Bungie acquisition.